Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbors CJ, Kate and Bea. Let's get the neighbors Hello! Uh, I'm just shouting to the void Welcome to Neighbours we're the Neighbours Recap Podcast. This is our first official live stream. I went live in London once, whatever. I've been overseas, never again, apparently. Because I'm now chained to the Pirate Net Studios, which is this. And we have got via Grayson Global Communications, CJ, the hot mess mum, Catherine Jones, and Kate, aka Remude, on Twitter. Hi, everybody. I cleaned up my room especially for you. A beautiful toad horse in the background, Kate's lamp from the set of Neighbours. And Legal Eagle, Beck Dahl. Hi, guys. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm not going to shout the whole time. I feel like I'm <laughs> emceeing a stadium event. Let's all get our bearings. We are all used to this setup because this is what life is now. <laughs> In uh, isolation, pandemic pod. We, um, in Melbourne, aka Erinsborough adjacent, we are back in lockdown. We're halfway through our six-week lockdown. Six weeks as a minimum too, really. It's like, um, Beck, what, what do we call it in the legal world when you've got like six on the top and like, it, like you're getting parole after six weeks? Maybe, if you're oh. good. A shit show, yeah. CJ. <laughs> okay, yep. that's got. it, that's it. I think you mean like a minimum, but I will call it a shit show. I, I think um, people say, oh, what'd you get? Like like Madeline West would say to Jodie, what'd you get? And Jodie would go, six on the top, three on the bottom. And then like that would make sense to them. Yeah, yeah. that's nine. I only know that from eight out of ten cats does countdown. Rachel Riley gets the numbers off the – anyway, our UK friends will know. I'm going to hand over the comments section to Legal Legal Beck. It's just for special comments. Like in the footy, can you explain the concept of special comments to our overseas friends? Oh, I will, babe. So in footy, which you guys know is my jam, um, so there's the commentators who say the ball's gone there, the ball's gone there, but then you have down usually on the boundary line um, someone doing special comments. So if something's particularly interesting or fun or someone goes off with an injury, something like that, uh, the special comments person jumps in. So that's what I'll be doing. The business, again. We'll do the business. You know how it, the, how it goes. Uh, firstly, I have to thank our newest patron, Claire. Claire has the same last name as my son's middle name. So excellent. Love your work, Claire. Just to let you know, if you're watching at UK pace, we're not going to spoil you um, until the very end when we do Citizen and Shitizen and do a little recap of this week. Uh, that's when we'll tell you to pause so we don't ruin it. Um, just to let you gals know what the UK has just seen, correct me if I'm wrong, they've just seen Ellie leave for Switzerland with dry toast. I bet a few tears were shed, just like in Australia. <laughs> Beck's face. Beck's face. Honestly. And they've just seen Harlow got arrested with the bum bag drugs. And Mackenzie's had her affirmation surgery. Vaya, I just want to say things could be worse because there's a Neighbours account that's based in Belgium. And every now and then, like, I see them on the hashtag and it's all in, um, it's in Flemish, actually, because there's no chance of me ever working out what the hell it means. So I'm just like, they, their latest picture, I will show you here, 
is... Oh, no! That's where they're up to. And I'm like, you're in for a wild ride, guys. They've got some things coming. Kate, you've got to describe the, Im- the image for our olden days podcast listeners. Oh, sorry. It's Mark and Ellie's wedding. Oh, that's awkward. I loved that event. That was a good was, time. She was beautiful. I have to say that was the, 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 the prettiest wedding in Neighbours history. It just last week, Chloe ex- had to uh, explain what happened to a new character. And she was like, oh, yeah, I slept with my brother's fiance on the night before the wedding. It was great. Matt, I wanted to start with Matt's comment on the Facebook group today and said, what is it about the Neighbours Council that's always so nice? Like a lot of the other groups he's in online are shit shows, to use the legalese. Um, I mean, my first instinct is because we boot people out if they're... But no one actually... No, we don't really boot people out. I think the key is, is the screening question, Vaya. The screening question, can you read this sentence? <laughs> yes, you may come in. <laughs> it's, it's clearly very exclusive, that's why. What's what, why, why else? Because the small group. Yeah, but it's, it's large enough to have crap shows happening on a weekly basis which almost every other group what no every other group I'm in it doesn't matter what that group's about there is always somebody who just jumps on and says something like look I don't want to get upset with anyone but I'm not vaccinating my children or something like that (laughs) and I remember commenting on one of them like have you been on the internet before (laughs) because um but I think it is that we all are part of those other groups so we're just holding on for grim death so we actually think about everything we say because we don't want it to turn into that but also if it did we we would boot out i'm sure also i think if people listen to neighbors they know what we're about we are the good people we are fighting for the side of good so if you gravitate towards us you are also fighting for the side of good <laughs> and that's why we are all kicking goal- life goals as ellie is now and and just like neighbors it's nice to escape life and watch Neighbours. And so Neighbours is like a cream on top of that escape. It's a, it's an extra level. So why bring real-life bitchiness into it? We don't need it. So Beck's going to be yelling out if there's anything. Actually, I've already got one. Kayla um, was noticing my wine. It is nighttime here. It is appropriate. Uh, she wanted to know <laughs> if it's a Pinot. It's, in fact, a Clare Valley Shiraz, Kayla, and it's delicious. So... Don't Where's do that Claire Valley? in the morning. Uh, that's in South Australia. Oh, that's in South Australia where I come from. Do you reckon that's from Mar Brennan's cellar? Oh, Mar Brennan would be all over the Killer Canoon Shiraz 2017. Don't you worry. I'm surprised that Coos didn't go to the Clare Valley rather than the Coonawarra. Yeah, I mean, Coonawarra's fine. Like, it's if we're doing wine regions in South Australia, it's fine. But in my view, it goes Clare Valley. Barossa. No, sorry, it goes Barossa. Clare Valley, McLaren Vale, Adelaide Hills, Coonawarra. So do with that what you will. Okay, Dan. Dan says, what do you think of the Waterhole and Harold set revamps for COVID and the fade-outs before the kisses? I'm all for the fade-outs. I don't want to see people kiss. I'm glad we didn't have to see Ellie and Sean have dry sex. That's all I'm glad about. And also they, the UK just aired the punch, the knockout punch with um, B and... Some random? Yeah, random pub guy. That was that was bullshit that um, Levi didn't intervene before this. Like, you think just as a civilian he'd stand up and say, hey, mate, settle down a bit, eh? All right? <laughs> <laughs> but they've got to 
do stunts anyway because you can't really hit someone. So that's not too far removed from what they would normally do. But um, we're talking about here the they've put in shelving units into Harold's and the waterhole with a lot of greenery, a lot of lush plant work. Yeah. yeah. And um, the wine rack in the pub. I think it's clever. I think it's like a really good way to distract from the fact that there's like virtually no extras in there. I think they've overdone it a little bit. Like they could just take one or two ferns away and we'd be better off. I'd love it if Sheila was complaining about how much watering she's having to do every day. (laughs) I'm just so glad. It is actually truly amazing that they're able to do this. And so really whatever ridiculousness comes from it, I'm okay with. Georgie, we love an Ikea Kallax of ferns. <laughs> yeah. I'm just wondering, wouldn't the punters just be helping themselves off of that wine rack? I don't trust any of those locals. If Ellie was there with that wine rack in the middle of the pub, she'd be like, all right, guys, see you later. Yeah, you know her big pram that she had, the big stokey? It just would have been packed full of booze, that thing. There must be some sort of alarm on the wine rack or something. For that to be working. But don't you love how the We Love a Kallax was said earlier? I, I love that most people, when they're not sure what to do with a space in their house, they think Kallax, right? And so the neighbours said they're like, not sure what to do, Kallax. Ben says, what would you do to resurrect the Kennedys after all the Finn palaver? Now, firstly, he's the word palaver, which I love. But um, how do we save the Kennedys? Susan's just got to retire, I think, and explore new storylines because I'm – just really see I, I don't think ethically she could stay on at Erinsborough High and she's pretty much at retirement age anyway just enjoy your life find some new interests maybe get back on the local council again maybe she could be Mayor Suze this time actually I know was she on it before she was no she was on the newspaper but Mayor Suze love that for her love that she's she's gonna have to do some redemption before that because politics won't have fun with that story Hang on, no, no, Sonia managed to turn around heroin addiction and child abuse and become the, the well-loved mayor and <laughs> worked out all right. Well, actually, Beck, this could be a good one for you because often um, a footy player might be much maligned or they've had a fall from, fall from grace. How do they resurrect their reputation? Um, usually what they do is they go and help um, some poor people or some kids and then they go on TV and they cry about it. And that usually gets them back to where they were. So if I was Susan, I would find a local charity and then go on TV and cry about how it made me a better person. Buddy club. Yep, buddy club. Actually, that would be great for her. So I'm going to do a little quick rundown. I'll remind myself what happened this week. Druggy Puffy has been the most incredible storyline I've seen in recent times. I can't believe they went there with him. I was shocked. I did not see that coming. I've got a tweet of the week here from a 99th thread balloon saying, why is he getting heroin withdrawal symptoms from what is obviously speed? Well, that's what I was literally about to say, Kate. Like one day he was taking speed to study. The next thing he was in a hotel, like sweating and shaking. I was like, I don't know a lot about drugs, but that doesn't add up to me. I, I was Googling bloody withdrawal from speed and it didn't sound like what Puffy was going through. No. Because they've probably got someone like me writing it. Some nerdlinger who's never touched a drug is in that script. <laughs> yeah, but you Google. You've, you've got Google at your fingertips there. God, it's a television station. They've got other stuff at their fingertips to try and then they know. Indie Girl 1509 said, I was waiting for a full-on Renton-style withdrawal a la train spotting. 
to see I want to see Puffy coming out of the Lasseter's toilet. <laughs> no, I want to see him coming out of the caravan. The Sonya caravan. <laughs> I want to see I want to see like um Puffy like <laughs> tourniqueting his arm and like <laughs> tracks. You want tracks on Puffy. But also it went for one night and then he was up for reading Dippy the next morning. Yeah, and he didn't even have his egg and bacon roll, which is disappointing. But maybe, maybe he was just having some pseudoephedrine. He popped a few codrils. <laughs> Did you notice them calling it um, the, the bags baggies as well? And I was like, that's American. Don't, don't give me your American bullshit words. Mate, we're in Australia. Nah, I thought it was fine. Also, where did they get the bags with the little blue stars? Because they were quite cute. Yeah, I thought they were cute. Yeah. I reckon Aldi. Aldi would do them. Like, no, it's not a Glad bag. It's a knockoff brand. <laughs> no, because I went to look for them at Coles and I couldn't find them. Um. Anyway, so we had all that and then we had um, Chloe wants to bring Ma Brennan down. So away from the four Adelaideans that moved there to, to look after her. That just, oh, no, this is a really bad idea. Chloe does not need to see the, the ghost of Christmas future. And that, that house is only four bedrooms. So if it's going to be, you know, um, Hendrix, Pierce and Chloe, Ma, Brennan and the live-in nurse, where's the baby going to be? I mean, look at the, the Kennedys made it work. I, I, by the way, I love how um, Pierce said, money's not a problem. <laughs> what are Paige and Piper and Mark and Tyler all going to do in South Australia? I mean, I feel like I have to stick up for my people. Um, they can The malls balls. They can go to the malls balls. They can go to the wineries. They can eat fruit chocks. They can drink Farmer's Union iced coffee. They got a lot on, guys. Oh, Farmer's Union. That's I was going to say, Beck, they can go to cafes. Unlike in Melbourne. Well, they can actually they can leave their houses for enjoyment <laughs> a bit. I kind of love Chloe's basicness with it because she's like, look. At one point, Chloe says, "I want to look after her while she's still her." Right? Like that's beautiful and all that, right? But also, I think she's going to be like, "Look, I'm going to look after her while she's still a bit fun," and then when it gets really bad. Let's swapsies. Yeah, back to Radelaide. Yeah, and I don't blame her at all for not wanting to do the end. I actually really, as a side note, really enjoy how they're writing and playing Nicolette at the minute. Mm. I like that. She's she's coming as a nurse, but she gets to show you her skills out in an in her in her day-to-day life. Like she's she saves Emmett after he tumbles off the roof. She look comes to his aid and now she's giving Chloe practical advice about how to treat her mum and I like seeing someone use their skills because we never ever got to see Ellie use her skills as an English teacher ever did she yeah did she have any I guess that's the question she wasn't a good teacher that's why (laughs) Dr Kathy says no way to moving the patient over not shocked by that yeah yeah like if someone's gonna move it should be Chloe and Pierce not her yeah because also the air seems much nicer in Adelaide yeah Yeah. fresher and also Pierce is in the winery biz that's where that's what happens in South Australia. That's, right. that's the wine. Radelaide for the wing, guys. Can I just yeah say Nicolette looks a lot like um Summer? Yeah, 100%. Mm. Summer Hoyland 2.0. Geordie look Geordie. Lucas? Lucas. Geordie mm. Lucas? Yeah. Um I'm quite excited about her character because her sexuality has been part of the story, but it's more ex- 
exposition and, you know, like I'm, I'm worried about her moving in to the house and it just being, yeah. But I'm worried that it's just going to be, you know, Chloe's already said, oh, should I tell Pierce that she hit on me? Like, I don't want that for her character. When she's looking after the, the mother with the disease, like with um, Huntington's, like, I, yeah, I don't like that for that. Yeah, it seems like a really bad idea. And, and also never ask Aaron for, like, relationship advice. Like, how dumb are you, Chloe? And he's done a complete 180 because this time last year he was like, stop talking to Ellie, stop hanging around Ellie, this is bad news for your relationship. And now he's like, yeah, bring her in. Bring this hot bird into your house after she's asked you out. No problems. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. He's he's having to eat all these carbs because of um, they're making pizza for the teens. <laughs> so <laughs> He's so weighed down. <laughs> he, he can't think straight. Okay, who wants to bite the bullet and say a citizen or a citizen first? So even though I'm not totally on board with all of it, I'm going to say that I think it's admirable that Chloe wants to care for her mother and I think it is, I I worry for her, but I'm going to give her a citizen because what an amazing thing to do. I'm going to go on that theme and say citizen to Hendrix because they called him into the room and they're like, mate, we're going to have a chat. We're going to bring, we want to bring Chloe's sick mum down. And he goes, yep, no worries. No problem. They gave him a second to be a shitbag in that as well, and he went, no, let's do it. Yeah. I love it. That was yeah, beautiful. One there. My citizen goes to Jane um, for putting out all the bloody wildfires that are going on at Erinsborough High, <laughs> and she's clearly being primed to become the new principal of Erinsborough High. Which I think is a fantastic option. Yeah. It's like if she's a permanent character now, she does need a, a meaningful job and, um, you know, role to play in Erinsborough. So I'm really wrapped yeah. for her. And because I want Susan, I've decided on Twitter, I want her to become a plant fluencer on socials and just really get into the garden. And then someone replied and said that she could go run Sonia's nursery. Oh, my gosh. And do the weddings there. Mm-hmm. Yep, because they had Georgia and Kyle's wedding there. So wrapped up. In a bow. Oh, yeah. Uh, Georgie pointed out that um, Hendrix said Mama Brat Brennan, which I did at the time feel like it was a shout-out to us with our Ma Brennan. Oh, my God. I have to go back and listen. That's so cool. Yes. Beck, do you have a citizen or a citizen? Um, I'm going to give my citizen to Roxy for supporting Shane during his short-lived drug addiction and come down. <laughs> she bought the egg and bacon rolls when he most yeah. needed it, and I'm here for them. Which are delicious. Yeah, I was like, I, I'm. That's what I'd want. If I had a two day drug addiction, I'd want Roxy to bring me an egg and bacon roll. Bit of barbecue sauce in there as well, and yeah. And I love how much like Ned is the artist for all art forms now. Roxy is across all bad girl behavior. Like if you've got a drug addiction, yeah. it doesn't matter which drug it is. Roxy's got your come down cures. Yeah. She had a friend who had an addiction to something. Yeah. I don't even think, because she had only seen the baggie and like all drugs come in that bag, right? Yeah. So she just went, I had a friend. Like she didn't, she didn't even have to know what drug it was. <laughs> no. Do you guys reckon he was on heroin when he was in prison? It was the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was doing heroin in the 90s. For sure. Yeah. They hadn't graduated to apples in that prison <laughs> back then. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who joined the chat and who watched and for all your support during ISO times. And I hope things look up where you are. And thanks, Beck, for special comments. Much appreciated. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for listening. Bye.
Bye.